Hey guys, just want to take a quick break to talk about Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, we use it here at Purple Octopus Red Sweater, and it's been awesome. Um, so yeah, let me just explain a couple things about Anchor. Um, they have the best tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, this is my first time editing a podcast, and Anchor has made it super easy for me to uh, edit. Um, while hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all platforms like Spotify, Apple, and uh, much more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So head over to the App Store now and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you guys. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 10 of the Purple Octopus Red Sweater Podcast. My name is Evan. Joined with me as always is Wes. Wes, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. Good to talk to you again. I feel like it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, with the holiday and shit, we got pushed back a couple of days. Um, I think they're going to be listening to this on Sunday morning. I think that's when we'll release it. <clears throat> more people are. Yeah. A um, couple of things before we dive into the actual episode. Just want to say um, we would love if you guys would leave us a review on this podcast. We appreciate the support. It's been awesome. Podcast has been growing. So happy to see, um, you know, um, our small fan base get a little bit bigger every day. So thanks for what you've done so far. Also follow us on socials. My Twitter is wings underscore Evan and uh, Wes, what's your Twitter? Oh my Lord. That's a great question. I think it's Wes right for something like that. But um, on top Probably of that not. also, yeah. Also follow the uh, Instagram purple octopus red sweater. You can find us there. Yeah. And right now till the uh, December 1st, if you go on our Instagram, like the picture of the reverse retro jersey, we're giving one lucky fan a uh, Detroit Red Wing reverse retro jersey. And that's huge. I mean, that's hundreds of dollars worth of value for free for just yeah. liking a post. And my Twitter is at Westright411. 411. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, we will not talk about that board show anymore. Um, first thing I wanted to dive into because it's, I mean, it's hilarious. The Vancouver Canucks, the shit show that's going on over there. Um, there was a press conference. Uh, I'm sure everyone listening has probably heard it at this point, but uh, one of the answers Jim Benning had for a question was saying, I don't know what's wrong with this team. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. So that means that you're, it's time for you to get fired. Yep. Cause you don't know what to, and I mean, Travis Green's getting a lot of fucking heat. Like, man, it's not Greener's fault. This is the team, the owner and the general manager put for him. Yep. <laughs> And totally agree. what the fuck is Elias Pettersson doing? Nothing. He doesn't want to be there. I watched them play a couple nights ago, and you can tell there's a couple guys that JT Miller, too. Like, I don't even know if he wants to be there. Yeah, you know, um, I keep hearing Miller's voice, uh, or vo- Miller's voice. Yeah, I'm hearing Miller's voice in my head. No, I uh, keep hearing his <laughs> name uh, for uh, trades. Yeah, we'll get to that, actually. But before we do, there's also another big star who's been linked to a lot of rumors. But this whole, I don't know what's wrong with this team. Um, I just want to paint a picture. So, Wes, what do you do for a living? Uh, I uh, work at a work in sales, pretty much. Okay, so that's like me going to you, Wes, asking you to sell me something. I come back to you a couple weeks later and say, hey, Wes, this product that you sold me isn't working. How do I fix it? And then you going, oh, actually, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, just miserable. Um, and I do like the Canucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your car to the mechanic and go. Uh, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on with my engine. And then the mechanic going, Yeah, me neither. That yeah, that's time for you to give up on your uh, career of being a mechanic. <laughs> right. You don't even know what um, the fuck you're doing. <laughs> that's pretty brutal. Yeah, but yeah. So we talked about JT Miller. Um, I didn't see 
like teams that he were he was linked to. I did see that like he was rumored, uh, but the guy I did see uh, rumored with actual teams is uh, Brock Besser. Um, yeah, you know, but I, I saw I saw Besser come out and he said I don't know what that's going on. He goes, I think this is all just made up by fans. He said I just want to be in Vancouver, but they ain't yeah. gonna be able to re-sign him, man. They like they're in fucking cap hell. Yeah, they're in cap hell and they suck. Like that's a tough spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, the te- the teams that I did see linked. I mean, Brock might have a good point Bezer? here. Or, yeah, for Besser. Yeah, okay. the, the the teams that I did see was Montreal, but also it could be just the Montreal fans because they think they're you know going to get everyone. Yeah, um, and then Minnesota, so his hometown team. Yeah. Um, did you see any specific teams linked to uh, Miller or no? Um, I want to say. Um, Tampa. Okay, but so they probably I, shut cap to get him. Yeah, I don't know how they'd. Uh, yeah, they'd have to. Uh, you know, move. Um, and then I, I think there was like two or three teams. I can't remember what the other ones were. Um, off the mm-hmm. top of my head, and I, I uh, didn't put it down or anything. But um, yeah. <sighs> trying to think of the other trade rumors. Uh, I heard. Uh, I got it written down here somewhere in my notes, but. We can move on to go back to it or whatever. Um, actually, yeah. I wanted to, uh, before we really dive in too much, I wanted to talk to you about uh, what you thought of the LeBron-Stewart uh, fight at the Pistons game. Oh, or not really it. fight, but the situation. Now, do you think it, uh, LeBron should have been suspended? Uh, I don't know. See, I like LeBron. He gets a lot of shit just because, like, for who he is, and he is kind of a little bitch, but... Yeah, he plays dirty sometimes. He does, and I don't know. I say Stewart is, like, a really fiery guy, obviously, like... Every time he'd be held back, he'd like pretend like he was cooling down. Oh, yeah, only to run over run. four of his fucking teammates. And... Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I I like that shit in basketball because there's not enough of it anymore. Yeah, um, and I love that it's always with the with the Pistons, man. I love it. The bad boys are coming back. Yeah, because they're sick of fucking losing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, buddy. You know. Yeah. It. I mean, I'm um, not. I don't follow. Uh, I don't really follow basketball, but uh, yeah, I would say I'm a Pistons fan. I, I, but yeah, yeah, you exactly. know, first I know that Cade uh, Cunningham, and now because of this whole thing, I know the guy's name's Isaiah Stewart, and those are the two guys I know on the Pistons. <laughs> I follow the NBA like a little bit. They have a like they have a really good young core. They're just like the Red Wings. They're on a pretty similar trajectory. It might be like a year behind where Detroit is actually, or the Wings are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple other things, uh, and we'll we'll get to the Wings eventually. But there are some like good stuff to talk about. So. Um, the next thing I want to talk about was the Olympic jerseys and how absolutely terrible USA and Canada's jerseys are. Yeah, no, I was disgusted by Canada putting that out there. The thing that pisses me off is, is they can't use the, the, the hockey Canada logo, you know, with the player through the Maple Leaf. Yeah. Because it's uh it's a corporate logo and the Olympics doesn't allow that. Like um and then the only thing that made me feel better is that fucking USA released their shit the next day with their. And they were way worse. Where, like when did I like I not win, I, but like why did they? Because I remember it was probably I don't know 2010 Olympics maybe, where they started using the fucking US logo. Like go kick rocks with that. I don't know the shield classic man. Like I don't know why they don't just use the shield. Or just like the fucking I don't. know. Okay, hard to explain, uh, like, a USA jersey because it used to just say, like, USA on it. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, um, when the O2 Olympic jersey, when Canada and the U.S. played in the gold medal, that was a good uh, U.S. jersey. Yeah, I'm also – I don't know what it is with 
uh, it is kind of like newer jersey designs where they it's like kind of like soccer jerseys like the way that florida has their jerseys with a big stripe across the middle i don't mind that look but you can't have it like that weird monochrome shit that usa did with two of the the two blue jerseys it just looks so strange i wish they weren't uh, yeah, they yeah, yeah, they just changed like a, a navy blue and then almost like a royal blue. Like it's so ugly. and and yeah, it looks like a, a fucking uh, soccer jersey. It does. Um, it looks exactly and, like and Canada's uh like it's not a fucking I don't think that's a maple leaf. <laughs> no, I saw someone on Twitter. My dad's like, like, it looks like a marijuana leaf. I'm like, well, I don't know about that, old man, but someone on Twitter said it looked like an asshole. Yeah, puckered up asshole. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that. Yeah, I didn't really see that, but yeah, I mean bat, tough logo. For both teams, though. I mean, and did you see Finland's? Finland had a beautiful jersey that was pretty Yeah, much... I love it with the lion or whatever it is. I'm sorry if I offend anybody and it's not a fucking lion, but. I think it is. But, yeah, it's so clean. It's just, a, like, that's what the USA should have done. Kept it simple. You guys yeah. have awesome colors to work with. Don't fuck it up like you did. Um, speaking of jerseys, uh, the New Jersey Devils jersey. What the fuck was that? Well, we 100% know that it is a jersey. Yep, it's a jersey. And I they were having fun on uh, Twitter. Their social media account released, like, a hat. I just said hat on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, thought, yeah. Socks and skates and gloves. Yeah. And shit, yeah. Like, if you're going to get torched online, at least have fun with it. And, like, spin zone it so people are, like, on your side. And it's, like, funny, not, like, laughing at you funny. Yeah. Um, and I heard someone say, at least Detroit doesn't have the worst – jersey and hockey now so i agree we have the second worst jersey in hockey now i don't i i like detroit's jerseys man the i, I meant the um the throwback one no, i mean, i don't retro i kind of like think, yeah. that too man i like how they always just stay clean and cut with like one and two colors and it's not like you know you got the main say you got the red they don't throw white all over the like not stripes like you know three or four on the arm yeah, yeah, I like that. It's simple. It's red with a little bit of white, or it's white with a little bit of red. Or in the reverse retro, it's white with uh, with a little bit of silver. I know it's like Detroit, and they're like an old school organization, and they have some of the best jerseys in sports. But, like, you guys have two amazing jerseys. Get a little crazy. Like, can you imagine if we tossed Al the Octopus on a jersey one day, like a black jersey with Al on there, but <laughs> yeah. incorporate hockey town? That'd be unreal. I'd buy one immediately. Yeah, I just don't ever see that. Mm-mm. Which is wild because it's not an Illich thing because the Tigers are always using crazy throwback and different concept jerseys. and Yeah, they use throwbacks. I kind of do think it is an Illich thing, actually. It could be. I mean, I guess the Tigers uniform has changed over time where the Red Wings one doesn't hasn't really... You know yes. what I didn't understand they didn't do for the reverse retro, though? Was the red the, or the white jersey with all the red stripes and then Detroit in the middle in white? The 1928 one, I think. The, is that Yeah, the yeah. And they wore it a bit in the 90s. Like, there's pictures of, like, Iserman. I, I think I have a card of Probert and Iserman wearing that jersey. Yeah, and the captain patch was, like, in that weird, like, diamond thing. Yeah. You know what pisses – like, I really don't like that the C and the A's are on the opposite side. Um, I think Detroit's one of like two or three teams in the league that wears their C on the, is it the left side? Is it the weird well, side? Some team, no, but all, the other teams that do it only do it on like third jerseys or something. Right. I think yeah, it's but like, it, well, that's how it used to be, but I just feel like the C and the A should be over your heart. I agree. I agree too. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know. It just, I remember a guy asking me, uh, 
couple of years back, uh, I was at a Red Wing game in, uh, in Tampa with my dad and, uh, and my stepmom and my girlfriend at the time. And uh, I was, so I was wearing my Lindstrom jersey in the seat. So the seat's on not over the heart. It's on the opposite side. And this right. guy's, uh, this, I was in line buying a beer and a Tampa fan goes, hey, how come when Lindstrom became captain, he moved the C's and the A's to the other side? And I was like, well, I don't think that was Lindstrom's call, big fella, but. Definitely not Lindstrom's call. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lindstrom's just like, hey, guess what? Fuck, let's just go over there, eh? Yeah. Um, do you have anything else before we get to Red Wing stuff? Um. Hey. Oh, uh, well, the New York Islanders are having a little bit of a COVID uh, scare, eh? Dude, this like so this this is going to be the second team. I mean, they haven't postponed any games yet, correct? No, they have not. But they do have thirteen players that are on. They have thirteen. Why did Ottawa get postponed at ten players? You know what? Possibly because Ottawa didn't have enough contracted players to call up. Yeah. Or because the Canadian government made a you know stepped in and said, okay, hey, you got to shut it down for a bit. Oh, three hours ago, breaking news. Breaking news live on the podcast. Uh, New York Islanders games have been postponed due to COVID cases. Oh, okay. Now now I feel like an idiot because I just saw it somewhere, but I swore it said not postponing Islanders yet. And then when I was saying it, I was like, I bet it's being postponed and I'm a fucking idiot. I actually got a notification on my phone. I don't know why I didn't think about this, but it said that it's not going to happen. I think they're they're playing um, – they were going to play the Rangers tonight, right? And I think uh, it was at MSG. Possibly. Um, oh, you know what? I totally made up 13 because Char was was the uh, seventh player, and that was they're at seven right now. They're at seven, and they're canceling games. So wow, yeah. they can't. So um, that's uh, that's crazy because you'd think they like I would have thought that Canada would have stepped up before it got too far. Like the Canadian government had said, "Hey, shut it down here for a bit because we don't want outbreaks." You think so? But uh, but yeah, they had ten players, and wow. And we talked about this. I don't and know. And you know what's asking. stupid? No, all these guys that have been in protocol and anybody, nobody's had COVID. No, they're all right, false right. negatives or double positives or whatever the hell you're calling them. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, we talked about this like last podcast or two podcasts ago that, um, you know, if it gets to like three, four, or even five teams, the Olympics are going to be in question. And it seems like we're kind of trending towards more and more teams having these issues. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that uh, last week, and we said like I, I think I said if if it happened, if three teams get games postponed, we're gonna they're gonna seriously think about not going to the Olympics. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, right I mean, now? especially because... going to China for the Olympics. Right, right. What do you think about like right now? Because obviously we're late November. We have like a month until we need to like start seriously worrying about it. So hopefully, no nothing more pops up. But like I. I could see a world like two, three weeks from now where another team gets it and they're like, all right, we're going to start really watching if we're going to the Olympics or not. Oh, I could because, I mean, there's the variant outbreak in South Africa where the U- European Union is not letting uh, flights in or out uh, from South yep. Africa. And the UK did some more lockdowns today because they have a, a, a variant, another variant going wild, I guess, in the UK. I just kind of saw a headline about it uh, this afternoon. I didn't really read it. but Yeah, there's a brand new um... – whatever it's called. There's two positive cases that they found with me. Yeah. Okay. I did see some. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's what I saw in the headline, two cases. And, but still though, like, I don't know. That's still, that's still sketchy. Cause you know, we know how it spreads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the only other things I wanted to talk, uh, just mention, um, 
Oh, a lot of uh, Kravtsov uh, uh, for the Rangers there. A lot of trade rumors picking up about him. Um, I've heard uh, he could go to Montreal straight up for Cole Caulfield. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, and I think the Rangers are going to have to move Strom too because he's going to want a bonus. Oh. Man. He's going to want a raise, and you can't – they can't sign that guy. Would you want him to go to Detroit? Uh, I would take um. Where's my cap page here? Because uh, I'm not really even sure. What Again, he right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Strom. Uh, that one's Ryan that plays for the Rangers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he makes four and a half right now. That's not bad. Uh, I'd give him five mil. I mean, there. Five you mil. know what I mean? You could give him two or three years, five, five and a half, and it doesn't hurt the cap situation at all for two years or three years. Yeah. I mean, I know. you know, even if it's an overpay, it's like, ah, we're, we're in a fucking cat paradise right now in Detroit, man. I know. I know exactly what you mean. And I know how, like, this has happened before with Steve, with, uh, Eiserman, how, you know, he gets like these players for, you know, 80% of what they're actually worth <laughs> yeah. on the free market. I wonder if like Steve's going to start spinning it. Like, Hey, we are building a fucking wagon over here. Oh, I'm sure he already fucking spins it that way. Yeah, like, come over here, take a bit of a pay cut, we'll get you a couple uh, Stanley Cups, and then after that, you can go somewhere else and end your career with a nice, big check. Yeah. 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 um, Uh, And then uh, some um, Kravtsov, uh, another one I heard was um, Kravtsov possibly to L.A. for Gabe Velarde. I like that. That's more fair, I think. And um, obviously, uh, you know, the... um, the Rangers would get more back, but um, talk about um, – and, I mean, I, it would suck for Kravtsov, but I've heard that uh, the Rangers want Phil Kessel. So, you know, maybe if Kravtsov had moved and the – you know, the Coyotes would have to give up a little more to get Kravtsov. Uh, but, you know, yeah. he's somebody that the Coyotes would be smart to go after because they're in a good cap situation too. And he's – uh, you know, they can't just be – he's not going to get $5 million because, he, you know, he's never played. Or, you know, he has he's played 20 or so games or whatever. But I wonder what the mentality is in Phoenix because getting Kratzoff will make you worse by giving uh, Phil away, but you're also bringing on some, but yeah, but Phil, paid. but then you, you're getting something for Phil because I mean, you know, they got to trade Phil this year, they've already They're told him he's to, not yeah. in the plans, and he, uh, you know, he's got he's a UFA after the season, yeah, so he's probably gone regardless. So yeah, maybe you're right, I could see that, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I've been hearing Ben Sherratt to Edmonton. That would really sure up their blue line. Yep, it sure would. And they're they're heading towards uh, wagon status right now. Also, their defense is sketchy at best. But Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, saw something. Somebody online was like, "Who's the best uh, player in NHL history that's never won a sta- that never won a Stanley Cup?" And I was like, uh, "Connor McDavid." <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, I know they were going for you know like a, a like a old guy, but I was like, "Well, that's the best player that's never won a cup is Connor McDavid." True. I still can't get over the fact that um, Cody Cece got a four year thirteen. What was it? Thirteen million dollar contract oh my for God. Edmonton. I, I don't understand Cody Cece. I don't know what people look at. I don't know. I don't they're think... watching. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I don't. I don't like that. Like no. You know, I don't sorry. No people... offense to him, but I don't think he's that good of a player. I don't think people think that. I think uh, Ken Holland thinks that. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, okay. How about the week? Uh, okay, so we're kind of on the Red Wings then here now. Uh, Elmer Soderblom, fucking, I don't know Please. if you were seeing, he had a huge week. Apparently, he's bench pressing over 300 pounds. Dude, 
This team is going to be so I love good. it. And the guy's a beast, eh? He, I think he's like probably 240 pounds. Uh, so, you know, 300 is really not even a stretch that he should be doing that. But, I mean, you know, he's also 19 or 20 or something. But he's a big boy, too, Soderblom, like 6'8 or something. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, me a wagon, man. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I dude, Can you imagine, like, pro- realistically, two years from now, we're going to be, like, contending for division uh, championships. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe three years. Um, but two years definitely looking for poking around for the playoffs, but it's going to be so much fun watching like this young, sexy, energetic, just like high explosive offense go to work. Yep. It sure is. Yeah. Um, so this is something that we've, and I think Red Wings fans have been wondering about for a while too, is Troy Stetcher news came out a couple days ago that he's, he underwent uh, wrist surgery. So he's out. Um, Makes sense now, like why he was in and out of the lineup and mainly out of the lineup for so long to start the year. Yeah, yeah, obviously a lingering issue. Right. Um, but- uh, so, yeah, so he had successful surgery, so good for him. Uh, you know, and he's probably somebody that uh, will get traded this year, I believe. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, because- I, don't think, I, don't, I doubt that he's in Eisenman's plans. No, definitely not. But. He, I think he has to come back after the uh, Olympic break, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he's like if he can, if he's going to skate after, if we can move him. What do you think he'd fetch right now? Um, you know, if he if he comes back and he plays like he did last year, um, I think Eisenman could get a second for him. Yeah, I was going to say a third. Yeah, like, but, well, that's what I was thinking. But you know, it's Eisenman, so yeah, he could probably pull a second. True. How about Matt Murray on waivers? Oh, is he really? I didn't even see that. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously no one's going to take him. So DJ Smith said he's going to the AHL. He was a healthy scratch last night. They had uh, another goalie backing up. That's so tough, man. I feel bad. I don't feel bad for him. It's just a bad contract, but. Well, hey, it's Ottawa's fucking fault, man. Don't, you know, like the other one that gave well, him a contract when over, he was. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're a fucking playoff team. They're fucking number one goalies now. They're number fucking like four. Yeah. So, you know, it's good. It's a good time. Um, I think it was it was sometime this week. I checked the uh, point percentage of teams, and mm-hmm. they were below Arizona. So they were at one point, might have just been for a day, 32 in the league. They're, thir- they're 31 now, but rebuild's Ooh. over. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, oh, sorry, not, not wings again, but uh, did you see Panarin got fined for throwing his glove at Marjan when they were both on the bench? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I love. I love. I think Panarin just, you know, he's a fucking. He gives a fired up little fucking Russian, and he's just. He is. <laughs> yeah, and Marshawn's like, "What are you? What are you doing, dude? Like, throw a glove at me? Uh, yeah, from the safety of your own bench." <laughs> yeah. Um. Another thing I just wanted to say, I think we may have talked about Ottawa is under Arizona right now. By the way, in the standings. The Ottawa, oh, they are. Ottawa's thirty second. Yeah. Uh, Arizona has one more point than them. Uh. That, oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, well, now what the hell was I just talking about? What were we talking about? And I was going to say something, and then I talked about uh, Ottawa instead. Oh, God, here we go. The listeners oh. are like, you fucking idiots. Yeah, I don't remember and I just completely lost my fucking train of thought. I just have a mush branded to begin with, so... Oh, no yeah, uh, I think we talked about it before, but uh, Leah Hextall makes games unwatchable. Who does? Leah Hextall. Who is that? She's an announcer on ESPN. 
Uh, it's Ron Hexwell's oh, cousin. Yeah, She's fucking terrible. She called the Wings uh, Wings Boston. game uh, Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was on ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, and, and she just decided. Like, I don't know. She just her what team she likes more, but she completely fucking homers them. I just can't fuck. Like, yeah. No, she and um, she did a couple years back. She did uh, like a five overtime game in the NCAA for the national championship. Yeah. And uh, a couple a couple nights ago, she complained about having to work that long game. What? Bitch, like if you don't like exciting... your job, get don't let somebody else fucking do it. And the thing is, like, I want a woman announcer to be good so bad, just because it grows the game. It's good for the game to have that. But yeah, no you know, um, Cassie Campbell's not bad. She used to be a Canadian uh, women's uh, Olympic player, um, but she's mostly you guys won't you wouldn't really see her in the states. Uh, she's on uh, Sportsnet here in Canada. She's pretty okay. good. She doesn't do like. Uh, in-game play calling, play. yeah, play-by-play play like Leah Hextall does. But, uh, yeah, I like Cassie Campbell. She's pretty good. Uh, there, there, you know, there are a couple, but uh, not really that. They're, none of them, I don't think, are really play-by-plays, right? Most of, our, most of the women come into intermission and stuff like that. I love Manon Riome on the Red Wing broadcast. Oh, I'll she's actually that. really good. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's fucking knowledgeable. She's the first fucking woman to ever play in the NHL, the only woman yeah. to ever play in the NHL. She knows her shit, uh, and yeah, yeah, I like I like having her. I like uh, I like her there, her presence. There. I love her super strong French Canadian accent. It's great. Oh yeah, yeah. She couldn't even say a word the other night, and Mickey was laughing at her, and she's like, "I can't say it." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I do like her, and that's like a good role for her too. Where, you know, break into media. I'm happy we got her too. That's such a big win for the Red Wings to have someone like that. Uh, it's because she um, she has lived in the Detroit area for like 16 years because she was playing. She played in the ECHL in, in Michigan somewhere uh, like mm. early 2000s. And uh, maybe her husband's from Michigan, but yeah, she's uh, uh, they've raised their kids there. And uh, oh, so nice. that, that was probably a thing was, Hey, her getting in and you know, Hey, okay. Well, she probably wants to stay in Detroit where her family is. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely a, big, yeah, win definitely a big win for us. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, okay, Redwick stuff. Sorry, guys. Jesus Christ. Twenty six minutes in, we got like one thing in. But oh fuck uh, yeah, we talked about Soder Bloom. <laughs> sure, we did. And we talked about Stretcher. Um, speaking of injuries, Danny DeKaiser was placed on injury reserve two days ago. Um, I didn't read the report, so I'm not sure what it was. Sorry, I'm being lazy. But um that coupled with mitchell stevens out he's out until after the olympic break so three injuries none of them you know obviously super impactful you can argue stetcher is but uh um, de kaiser um is only in pro covid protocol is he not i just checked the injury report this morning when i was putting together like our outline oh okay let me verify that though. i didn't see that he was injured um so i thought he just the... was on covid sorry go ahead yeah it says november 25th uh, Danny DeKaiser placed on injury reserve. Oh, okay. My, my bad. I'm an idiot. Whatever. No, no, no. I mean, it was two days ago. So, I mean, yeah, I, but I, I, yeah, I had thought it was only COVID. Pro Did he go into COVID protocol and then go on the injured reserve? I swore so, I heard that he was in COVID, but who the fuck knows? I'm also looking at ESPN's injury report, which probably like, isn't the best place to be of getting like hockey news from. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, where the fuck? Uh, Mark Stahl. Oh, here we go. Is... Injuries. Okay, go oh, ahead. Oh, Joel Valeno too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I did see Valano was uh, went on. Um, yeah, okay. DeKaiser. Oh, DeKaiser's on the IR COVID, but the description is COVID nineteen protocol. Okay, yeah, until November thirtieth at least. Same with Valeno. 
Valeno well, is day to day with an upper body injury. What was that? Is that a wrist? Uh, I'm not sure. And Mark Stahl's day to day with an illness. It says. Yeah, hopefully not COVID. Um. So yeah, we can talk about call ups and transactions. Uh, Dan Renuff was called up. He played last game. Um. I honestly like don't have anything to say about Dan Renuff. I didn't even like notice him. Uh no, um, he's not somebody that you're going to notice. He's just you know plugging a fucking hole. Um, yeah, you know, I Eisman, uh, you know, doesn't have to worry about yanking a defenseman and fucking with development or something. And also, Brian Lashoff just happened to get injured, uh, so Lashoff probably would have been the guy to come up, right? But uh, he ended up getting hurt, so uh, Renuff get the call. Um, you know, whatever. Hey, we won the game, so he wasn't terrible. And you know, like you just said, you didn't see him out there. That could be only yeah, a good positive. thing if you're coming up from the AHL, right? Hey, nobody saw yeah. me. That means I didn't fuck up. No, yeah, we talked about that with a couple of players, like uh, with uh, Gustav Lindstrom, too. He's like the same type of player. Like, if you don't notice him, he had a good game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He He's not doing stupid shit, but, you know, he's not blowing you away. Like, he's not making a play where you're looking and like, who the hell was that? Yeah, right. Oh, don't get me wrong, though. But, if, hey, Renouf Gustav... was a plus two the other night. Oh, I had a kid. There you so, go. fuck, hey, why not? Oh, he's I was got... going to say also, shouts out Brian Lasha for being a fucking – Griffin lifer, an AHL lifer, man. Hey, you know what? Well, you know what? I th- I think he because uh, he's been there so long too, and he um I think he he married somebody I think from the area. So you know what? Fuck, you know you're just gonna be an AHLer. Why not stick in the same place? And and I mean he still gets yeah. NHL contracts, so you know he's still always got the pot. It's not like he's just playing off AHL deals, right? Um, yeah. So he's still and- always got the cost possibility to get called up, and I mean usually he does. He's a serviceable fill-in guy that could handle, you know, a dozen or 20 games a season. Yeah, and, like, when he when he retires, he'll be a scout or, like, work in the office or something. for the Oh, wings. fuck like, yeah, man. Number 18 will probably go up in the fucking banners at the Van Andel. Probably. Is that possible? Oh, absolutely. He's been there for, what, 10 years? Since 08, 09. Whoa. 13 yeah. years. Other than, uh, you know, uh, well, last year Detroit traded him, but he never left Grand Rapids. Right. But uh, Who owns yeah, yeah. rights? Detroit. But you said he got traded, right? He got traded last year at the deadline, and then Detroit re-signed him. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, they traded him to Tampa, and he, uh, yeah, he just never even left Grand Rapids. So, I think it was probably just to get rid of some cap or something or or just to make a make an equal switch of something that he was tossed in, but he stayed in Grand Rapids. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, when we're talking about Joe Valeno, uh, I heard rumors that he was told to find a place in Detroit, so it seems like he'll be up here for yeah. uh, forever. So that's good. Good. Well, I mean, with, with Stevens out, I kind of figured that's how what was going to happen. A lot of people bitching about Taro Hirose. Listen, he's not the fucking answer to the problems everybody thinks he is. He's had shots. He's had chances. You know, I don't have anything against him. He's not a terrible player, but he's not as good as people are thinking. Oh, he deserves a shot. He's had shots, man. He's, he's had plenty of shots. He's like, what, 26 now, right? Well, I mean, he's only been around a couple of years because he played college. But, I mean, he's he's been around in Detroit a couple of years. Uh, you know, he's gotten his opportunities. Sorry. You know, it's kind of funny. I made my buddy who he's a, he's a Capitals fan, but we wanted to, like, start a podcast together a while ago. It's like a general hockey podcast. Yeah. And we started by blogging. And my first ever blog was about Tara Hirose. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I like him, but yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Like, he's I mean, not he's, be he's had forty-two game. NHL games of experience uh, over I, three I, seasons. Yeah, he's definitely a bottom bottom six guy for sure. Like, a but bit. you know what? He he tears up the AHL. Sorry to cut you off again, but he tears no, up no, no, the no. AHL, and when he comes up, he's one of those. You know what? And it's happened to a lot of guys that tear up the American League, and they come up, they can't do shit in the National League. Yeah, that or they're like going to be like a minus player, somewhat noticeable. They're not going to move the needle, like I just said. Like they're not going to, you know, he's not going to score any goals, or anything like that. Yeah, he's not driving play like fuck. He's uh, he's coming out. He's you know, fourth liner, you know. And then right. somebody bitching, I uh, about uh, when's the Giovanni Smith experiment over? Uh, it should never be over. I thought, what what has Smith done that upsets anybody? Yeah, no, I. He he doesn't do anything like particularly wrong or right. Like he's kind of he he's a hard player. He's gonna give you one hundred and ten percent every game, make a couple hits. You know what I noticed? He's good against the boards too, against the half walls. Like yeah. I don't mind him making. Yeah, a he roster. goes into the corner, man. He gets he gets nasty. Yeah, like he's definitely a guy that should be. He probably will be a health bomb for most of his career if he's on a good team. But like when an injury happens or you play like a team like Dallas, you can plug and play him, and he'll he'll be there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm hoping. That, uh, I I just got a feeling we're gonna get like a Bertuzzi hat trick tonight. That'd be awesome. I might, I might, I might bet on that. I did. So that's, that's inspiring. For <laughs> we are playing Buffalo, so that makes <laughs> yeah. I could get a fucking six goal game from Bert. You know what? For uh, yeah. just to touch on Bert, um, fuck. Just tell me quick, like what what have you thought of Bertuzzi this year? Like, holy shit, he's fucking great. He's he's incredible. He's yeah. playing oh, way yeah. better than – you know what Bert is? Like, he's one of those guys where he needs to be in a top six role, like, no matter where he is, because when he has good wingers and a good centerman around him, he is – Oh, and I mean, our fucking line is buzzing. It's got to be one of the top lines in hockey. I want to talk about Larkin something real quick. Oh, yeah. Did you see the lines that they originally had out, the social media team put out, and then they got switched? It was no. like – so the the first line said the same. They moved Zadina to the fourth line, centered by Rass, I believe, and then on his wing was Gags. I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to bring this up. How how strongly do you feel about putting Zadina on the first line and moving Raymond to the second line with Suter and Fabs? What is that? How they what they had? No, no I'm no, just I'm no. just I'm just like drawing uh, my head. I don't know. You don't. You know, well, you know, you don't maybe if they that. start struggling, but you don't break it up when they're fucking clicking. Yeah, they are like. One you of know, if they go, game. if they go six to eight games and only have a couple points, then then switch it up. First, yeah. I would like to see fuck it, but before I moved Raymond, I would move Bertuzzi with Suter and uh, Suter and Fabry and move Zadina up to the first line. Because I just want to see this fucking Guelph Storm line that yeah. tore up the OHL for a couple of years in Suter, Fabri, and Bertuzzi. And I'm, he, you got them all. Give them a shot. No, don't do it yet because obviously that fucking line is just buzzing. Unreal, yeah. The thing is, though, I, I don't think you can move. This is going to be a meathead hockey fan take. But I don't think you can move um, – sorry, interception Alabama. You can't move Bertuzzi because that muscle there and, like, just the energy he plays with, he he creates up so many plays like in transition. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, think like like Ovechkin. That. He he he's uh, you got to watch out for him uh, when he's got the puck, and then when you got the puck, you got to watch out for him because he's coming for you. He's hungry right. for the fucking pucks. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought again. 
uh, I don't know. But so okay. So what I was gonna say about Bertuzzi is, uh, like, fuck. Yeah, he's just been playing great. Um, I think, I think it'd be awesome if we could see him have like the Drysaddle McDavid numbers, like he has some nights every night. Uh, but right. obviously, it's not realistic. But I think, um, a lot of times this year he showed flashes. Uh, you know, done extra effort and showed flashes of brilliance, and uh, and then it, and then all of a sudden it's not there for a couple games, and uh, like what happened? And then all of a sudden he comes back and he's doing it again. But uh, fuck yeah, you know he's he's driving play, he's fucking creating all chances, like you were saying. He right. fucking and him and Raymond seem to like when they're in the slot, they seem to be like right close to each other all the time. Like and Bertuzzi, yeah. like Bertuzzi's like his fucking bound, like his uh, bodyguard. Like don't go near him, leave him, let him be in the slot. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's why I wouldn't want to see a, a smaller, more skilled winger on that wing instead of Bertuzzi, just because that line's gonna get bullied. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I, that's just like my meatball take. But um, the lines, real quick: Bertuzzi, Larkin, Raymond, um, Smith, Suter, Fabry, uh, Nemo, Rass, Ernie, Zadina, Rowney, uh, Gags. That was the uh, the update. What was and, the third line? Sorry, you said uh, Nemo, Rass, Ernie. I like that. I like that. I just don't like Zadina on the fourth line. With I, I do like him playing with Gags. Well, but you know what? Uh, he needs to fucking play better. Maybe he'll get a second line back. <laughs> I mean, nah, he needs to start putting – he's playing good. He needs to start playing better than he's playing uh, because he's still not, you know, putting up the points, which is what, a, you know, a top pick's supposed to do. Right. And, we talk- uh, you know, I think yeah. – yeah, we talked about it last week. He's playing good hockey. He's driving play, but he can't fucking finish. And you know what? You got to fucking, you know, send him down. He'll grind it out with the fucking boys, and he will fucking get clicking. Hopefully. And another point, I, we always make the excuse for guys like Rasmussen and Zadina because we like them so much. But there is, like, a point where puck luck can't be your excuse for everything. Like, the whole point of hockey is scoring goals. And if you and your line mates aren't scoring goals, then, you know, what really can you do? Yeah, and if Zadina and Ras don't pick it up, I'm sure their Eiserman will be talking to them like, "Hey, boys, uh, I'm gonna look to move. I'm gonna look to get rid of you guys here. Sorry." Yeah, and the more the season goes, maybe on, not Ras think... right now because they did sign him to a contract, but he's not gonna like. Hey, I think Ras. The only more... good thing is if Zadina doesn't fully break out this year, and maybe does next year, we're gonna have him on a steal of a fucking contract. I think there is so much potential for Zadina, and like. For sure, but I mean, he's an RFA this year. This this is coming off his entry level deal. He can't right. go and ask for fucking money because he ain't done nothing. And I just gonna look him. at him and be like, "Fuck you! Who the hell do you think you are?" Because you know who I, I am. bet he gets signed in Detroit two years, like two point five mil. Yeah, I can see that two or three years, two mil, two point five, some somewhere in there. It's gonna be like a cheap contract, and you're right. Like, hopefully, it does break out because the kid's only he's only twenty one years old or twenty two, whatever he is. Like, he's yeah. got time. And then, uh, fuck, man, I'll be I'll be interesting to see tonight uh, Smith with, uh, you said Fabry and Suter and Smith? That was the projection, yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. This is not official, though. This is, you know, Yeah, of course, of course. But, yeah. uh, hey, uh, oh, I, uh, just another thing I wanted to mention was Jordan Osterley, I thought, has been playing pretty decent the last couple games. I see. Uh, I would say the opposite. I, I okay, saw okay. He, he, he had some good plays in the St. Louis game. He's got he's got stone hands. Oh yeah, but he's just a fucking brick of a defenseman. That's what he's there for. 
That's he's just fair. there That's to fair. fill the fucking spot, right? And, he does I mean, like, yeah. He's not terrible. Um, he's not terrible, no, no. But uh, he's not an everyday defenseman. He's a seventh, a seventh guy. Seventh, yeah, totally agree. Like but he I mean, had a couple hey, bad. We got we got Stall out. We got De Kaiser and Stetzer also. Yeah. He had that past. Uh, um, I think it was Zadina that it was kind of a bad pass, but Zadina just didn't catch it, and it it broke up a uh, fast break. And it's like, ugh. if that if that was like Mo, I wouldn't have been upset, but because it was Austria, I'm like, all right, you know. Yeah. But um. Fuck, I keep losing my train of thought. Either way, whatever. Um, yeah, so we have puck drop in like 17 minutes against Buffalo. Are we rooting for wins or losses right now? <laughs> not against fucking Buffalo. You better fucking win. You're not that fucking bad now. Yeah, but I mean, like, as the season goes on, are you rooting for losses or wins? Uh, I don't know. I, could, mm. I don't know either. I like I you know they're they're clicking they're playing well <laughs> so I don't mind the losses because yeah, right. at least they're still improving it's not like they're fucking getting blown out of the fucking water um but I yeah. mean that you could see in the standings where you know the proper things are starting to work out um and again we've I've talked about it you know American Thanksgiving is when you can kind of see what's going on and uh so yeah you know you can kind of look at the standings now and they look a lot different than they did you know when we were like what the hell's going on who the fuck you know now yeah, it's, what is yeah, it's correcting itself. It's fixing and fixing itself or, or whatever you want to say. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like oh, we talked about it, Ottawa and dead last. Rebuilt over though. So yeah, I mean, shit. Detroit's only uh, you know two points out of a playoff spot right now, baby. That's crazy. I mean, that division's going to be pretty tight. I think, and Boston's going to get better. They're going to they'll probably grab a spot. Um. No, but yeah, the whole like Detroit thing, I, I think we will hover around 500 for most of the year. Uh, depending on like what we do at the deadline, if we move like a top nine or a top four defenseman or forward, probably see a little bit of slippage there because this is a team that like if you lose one good player, you're looking at like a pretty bad team. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. But. I don't know. They're still fun to watch. I still enjoy. Like I'm, I've been excited all day to watch them tonight. So that that's very positive. And I think the biggest thing when we started the podcast that what we wanted the season, no matter how bad or good this team was, was to see Raymond Moe, Zadina, and the young guys get going. So as long as that keeps trending the way it is, and Zadina gets you know a couple more breaks, then you know I'm happy. Either way. He needs to start putting some fucking slap on his shot. Any, any shots he takes are just snapshots. I mean, I know he's young and, you know, he's working on, you know, it's his first year, but fucking light up the cannon and fire it, kid. Holy shit. And the weird thing is we, we've seen glimpses of it. Like that backhand that he had that was barred down or whatever, that was one of the most disgusting backhands I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's had and his, one- his first goal, the overtime winner, was a fucking beauty snipe and – yeah, there was a goal he had that was – he was in the slot. It was on a power play, and it was an absolute cannon. And it's like, why can't you do this more often, man? Like, you have an unreal shot. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's not sure of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll it, see. He He's still putting up a lot of points. Yeah. He's a minus right now, eh? Yeah. He's. I think he's always going to be a minus guy, honestly. I mean, I mean there's <laughs> only three guys – only uh, Larkin, Bertuzzi, and Raymond are pluses. Is Mo is Mo zero? 
No, minus one. Ah, damn. He, uh, Nemesnikov's uneven, though, baby. And so is Volano and Stahl. Love it. I think we've – what do you think happens with Nemo at the deadline? Do you think he's gone or do you think he stays? Uh, well, you know, it'll be dependent if somebody's looking for him. I think – and he right now, I mean, if he's playing – Everyone's like this, looking for him. He could be fucking – oh, yeah, man. He could be fucking scoring 20 goals. Yeah. like It's not, it's not realistic. It's not unrealistic to say he could score 20 this year. Yeah, which, like, if you told us that at the beginning of the year, you'd be like, told you so. I'd be like, yeah, you're full of shit. Yeah, and I did tell you. I didn't tell yeah. you 20 goals, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I pumped his tires. I love the guy. I think I guessed 20 goals for Zadina. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, go kick rocks. Well, fuck, that ain't going to happen. I don't know. Will he get fucking two goals? Yeah, he will. I, he's gonna, he's... <laughs> well, I know he will. I'm just, oh, he's already got three. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I know he had. I can think of two right now. I can't think of the. Third. I mean, hey, he only scored six last year. He's halfway there and already half the amount of games, uh, less than half. <laughs> That's. I don't know, man. He'll figure it out. It, it, he's too skilled to not figure it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully, well, good thing is we've gone forty-five minutes in this podcast and we haven't talked about Mo Sider and Lucas Raymond very much. So there's stuff to talk about, which is great. Yeah, for sure. Um, shit. That's pretty much all I had for Red yeah. Wings and yeah, League Wide stuff. Yeah, same here. That's pretty much all I got. Game time in about eleven minutes or so. That's beautiful. Um, I just had one drink. I don't plan on drinking heavily tonight, so I might just have like <laughs> one more throughout the game because I usually do during the games. So you just get buckled for them, but um, yeah. if, if we're oh, both yeah. talk about there. talk about how buckled you got on Thanksgiving and fucking turn your heat off. Oh my god, yeah. So we were me and my family were just like shooting the shit, whatever, Thanksgiving shit, American holiday stuff, drinking pretty hard. Um I started drinking at like ten thirty for the uh Bears game. Yeah. Um but yeah, so whatever. It's getting later in the night and it's like pretty warm in my apartment, like seventy one degrees. We're like, all right, let's just turn the heat off for a couple hours. Um, I forget to turn it back on before I get, get into that good REM sleep with a fucking nice cold house. And... Yeah, yeah. And then I wake up at like eight in the morning, or whatever, and I'm like literally shaking because it's so cold. I go to my thermostat; it's fifty four fucking degrees. I don't know what the Celsius conversion is, but uh, I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, it was so goddamn cold. It took basically the entire day for the house to heat back up to like a normal temperature. So I was just like in a blanket. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I even said that to you. I was like, well, but that's going to be a while till it kicks on. Just crippled. And I was so hungover too. It was just a nightmare. Oh yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, what I was going to say, if we're, if we're both hanging in there um, in the third period, we'll do a little. Yeah. Recap. Game, yeah. Sounds like, good. Like we typically do. Okay, cool. Um, let's go wings and we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, take care. Peace.